0: Welcome to the Guide Me Glow podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Tang, and I'm a holistic health coach that is here to help you become your glowier self mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm a lifestyle and wellness content creator and founder of the wellness platform Guide Me Glow. In this podcast, I share my journey and knowledge on all things self development, manifesting, confidence, healing your relationship with food and body, and so much more. Follow for weekly episodes to listen to on your Glow Girl Walk. Hi guys, welcome back to the Guide Me Glow podcast and today I'm going to be talking all about why one thing affects everything and first of all sorry if my voice sounds a bit like raspy. I was not too well the beginning of this week and I'm just kind of recovering this week again, I don't know what is up the past two weeks I feel like, I haven't been too well and I literally never get ill so maybe it's just kind of this time in Bali I'm just like getting it through my system and then it's gonna be great from now on so I don't know but I'm glad it's kind of happened before I like go away this weekend and also before Christmas and stuff so hopefully I am well for the rest of the year but um I'm just learning to take care of my body a bit more, be a bit more mindful about everything I'm doing. And yeah, just kind of taking it slow. I've not been working out really much this week. I the last work I did was on Monday morning and I did yoga and I felt pretty like ill after that. I had like a cold and that was for like the day and then the next day my throat has just been a bit not hundred percent. So I'm taking it slow and I feel better now though I did a Pilates session in the morning just um, by the pool, and that was really nice because I haven't done a morning kind of Pilates from home workout in a while. Um, I followed the Pilates class videos, I love Jackie, um, she's so great. And yeah, I just it just felt good to do that because I felt more routine. Um, And it was just really great to get back into that. And I forget that actually home workouts are also really effective and you don't always have to, you know, go to a class in order to get a good workout. I think sometimes when we get caught up in like, you know, having to do every single class or go to the gym when we actually don't have the time, we often skip it. And I felt like this morning I was in a bit of a rush because I didn't have a great sleep. The, the construction here is actually crazy, they work at all hours and they were working at like 2, 3am and it's kind of right next to the room that I'm staying in at the moment so yeah, that wasn't great, I mean I was out till late anyways but it was crazy annoying. Besides the point, um, that was a bit of a rant, guys. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) I wanted to start this episode off on a good tone. But apart from that, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling really motivated with getting my health and wellness routine back on track. I'm going away this uh, weekend for, well, on Sunday I'm going to Kuala Lumpur for a few days. Um, It's more of a city vibe, so I'm just going to use that time to, um, well, first of all, like shop (laughs) Do a bit more shopping, things that I can't really get in this area, um, in Bali, and also just yeah, I think there's a the gym where I'm staying, so go to the gym, work out, um, do a load of work. Um, it's not really much of a like a holiday; it's more just like a working holiday, I would say. Um, But I also know that my body is in its luteal phase so I can really feel itself wanting to rest and it's been craving like a bit more food than usual Um, and yeah just listening to my body really. So I hope you guys are also doing the same thing and able to tune into your body and really listen to what it really needs because I think often when we push ourselves too much that's when we often get ill um so yeah I think just kind of being being wary of that and not pushing yourself too much and it kind of leads me on to what I'm talking about in this podcast anyways um the title why one thing affects everything um and really what is holistic living because I think one of the main questions I get is like you know what is holistic health coaching and like what do you do exactly with that and like with holistic health coaching It really is a, I always say mind, body, spirit because it's kind of helping you get towards your goal in a way that's going to cater to your lifestyle. It's about looking at things on a deeper level, not just the physical, and we dive deep into mindset work. Um, Yes, we do look into your nutrition and like what you're eating, how you're training and stuff. Is that supporting your goal? But we really do delve deeper into um, like mindset work, self-development, all that kind of stuff, spirituality. So... That's the work that I do um, if I do work with people and also if you guys have got my guides or follow me on social media, um, then you kind of know the work that I do anyways. Um, but there's lots of exciting stuff happening with Guide Me Glow, which is my holistic health platform. I'm in the midst of like a little bit of a rebrand with Guide Me Glow and I'm really, really looking forward to focusing more on that, especially end of the year and then like bring it out in the new year and I think you guys are gonna love it and also get a lot of from it because at the end of the day that is why I do it so yeah I'm excited to tell you more once I kind of work on it a bit more and I'm able to tell you guys so on that note I'm going to start with the affirmation of the week and affirmation of the week is I let go of my repeating stories I hold on from my younger self it's safe to let go and create a new story and this affirmation of the week kind of spoke to me because I just feel like when we kind of think about doing new things or, you know, when we if we think about ourselves as a person and like what kind of person we are, I think we like to tell ourselves the same stories. Like I've always been this type of person. I've always been like this. So therefore, like, you know of course I'm going to like this or of course I'm not going to like this. We almost put ourselves in a box. Obviously, it's great to know yourself and know your values and your boundaries. Like That's kind of different. What I'm talking about is putting ourselves in a box where we are reliving the same stories over and over again because of what happened in our past. And a lot of the time, it's because it's happened in our childhood. We carry on this story of being like the quiet one or being the anxious one or being like overweight or underweight or you know just like any of these stories that we retell ourselves it becomes almost an identity that we carry and it feels safe to live within that identity even if it's not serving us and I think as we grow older like as a child we can't you know we didn't have the knowledge and we, we, we don't really know exactly how to Change that, but then as we go older into our adulthood, we're able to be like, okay, hey, how do I actually rewire these thoughts? Are these beliefs and stories that I once thought are they actually serving me? Is this the type of person that I still want to be? Um, and then we can kind of move forward from that and change accordingly because what we told ourselves as a child, we told us ourselves that to keep us safe, to feel safe, but that's not necessarily the right answer in terms of what we told ourselves. You know, I think. We, it kind of puts us in a box and it kind of stops us from going outwards and expanding and um, really becoming like the highest version of ourselves because we put ourselves in this box. So that is the affirmation of the week and maybe it'll get you thinking a little bit how have I been repeating certain stories in my mind like how have I always told myself this is how it's going to go because it's always kind of gone like this and I've noticed that until you really consciously just start to rewire these beliefs it doesn't just go away it doesn't go away if you move countries it doesn't go away if you make a new group of friends like do you know what I mean like you can't fake this type of new you you really have to do the inner work and yeah the truth really just shines through anyways I think you can tell when someone's not being their authentic self um and the energy just doesn't match like they could be saying something and still the energy doesn't match and it's like you really can't You can't hide it, so it's really important to do the deep, deep shadow work. And I'll do more things about shadow work, um, you know, in later episodes, or I can do more things on Guide Me Glow about it um, but it really is an important thing and it's something I'm learning more as well so I kind of want to do more of that get more experience and then I can teach you guys but before I get into the bulk of the episode as always I'm going to do a little bit of a weekly update and I feel like it's that week just went so quick but at the same time so much has happened already and I just feel like that's just Bali summed up. So much happens in such a short amount of time. But it's it's been good. But <laughs> I would say the main things that stood up to me this week is probably getting really excited about work. I'm like really motivated. I don't know what it is. Like I think because I took a good month and a half oh no like a good month away. Or probably a half because before I moved here I was very chaotic with moving so like I was my head wasn't fully in it. But now that I've taken the time out of it I've realized how how much I love what I do and now I'm getting really really excited to get back into work and I have all these ideas I have all these visions and I'm like you know working on it and this week I've just been working on it and I'm so excited to show you guys what I am working on with Guide Me Glow and the new direction I'm going in and yeah I mean it's still gonna obviously stay like true to myself and everything but I feel like because I've taken this time off, I've able to really think about, okay, how do I want, what do I want to do with it? I mean, to be honest, a lot of the time I wasn't even thinking about it, but I think when you don't think about it so much and you just live your life sometimes and enjoy it, you get inspiration from that and you're like, suddenly all these ideas start flowing. And um, I feel like that's when you, when you feel more in alignment with work is when you don't force it so much and you just let it come to you. And I guess that kind of relates to everything as well but yeah I'm super excited for that something that also stood out to me is remembering to do more things alone because like when I first moved here uh, I knew like a couple of friends here and some friends were on holiday and stuff so I was hanging out with them but then there's obviously periods when you have to push yourself to do things alone um, and you know move into a new country you don't know like a ton of people so you have to put yourself out there go out and like, stuff like that, but, you know, after even meeting, like, a couple friends, sometimes it can be comfortable and easy to just, like, do things with that friend, you know, if you go after it and be like, oh, do you want to go for dinner, or if there's an event, you're like, oh, do you want to go to this event together, but I think it's important to remember to do some of these things alone, like, I hadn't been, I hadn't taken myself out on, like, a little date, um, like, a dinner date for a while, and I spontaneously decided to just go for dinner on my own. Um, and I used to do that all the time when I first moved it, because I didn't really have a kitchen, or like a good space to like have, like even if I was to order in like there was like a good space to have it. Um, Now that I'm in a villa, like I've been having dinner a lot more at the villa. Um, Just because sometimes that's also nice, just to like chill and not feel like you're in someone else's space, do you know what I mean? But I think it's also important to mix it up. So I took myself out for dinner, it was lovely. You know, I was just in my own company, I journaled for like, ages, journaled five pages. It was also um, the full moon, well, like, the day before the last full moon, and I got, like, a cacao. It was actually, like, on the menu, it was a cacao ceremony thing, so it was, like, actual, like, 75% cacao I got. I put a little bit of honey in because it was actually very strong. It came with this, like, coconut whipped cream, which I thought sounded amazing, and it was good, but it was very, like, fatty. Like, it just tasted, like, very heavy. Um, and a bit strong for me. I don't know what it is. When I came to Bali three years ago, I really loved, like, coconut milk and all my, like, matches and stuff like that, but now I'm just finding it a bit too sickly for me. I'm not really sure why, but... Anyways, apart from that, this is, yeah, inspiration for you to take yourself out more, do more things alone. I went to this, um, like, expedition gallery thing alone um, just because... I don't know like there were people that I could go with but I just thought like it's something that I would go to anyways if I just saw it randomly and I went and I met a bunch of new people and it was really fun and I'm not gonna lie like obviously when you go to something alone especially when everyone seems to like be talking to someone or people in their groups it can be like a little bit intimidating at first um, and I definitely do feel like some fear I guess when I first get there but then You know, you just kind of scout the area and then like you probably will end up talking to someone. You warm up and you get more comfortable and I think the more you do things like that, the more you put yourself out of your comfort zone, the easier it gets, so yeah. And also it helps with building confidence, so that's always a plus. Kind of what I spoke about earlier as well, like obviously I haven't been 100% recently, I realised that your soul, it really is the decider. Like you can't outsmart it. So for example, when I was ill, last week like the first time i was ill um, i was like quick to recover like it took about a few days or so to like fully recover or no maybe not well last time it was like worse than this time but anyways it took like half a week to recover whatever um, and you know when you're ill it's like you take extra care for your body you go you make sure you go to sleep really early you make sure you're like listening to your body not pushing yourself but then once you start to feel a bit stronger sometimes those habits slip a bit like you start going to bed a little bit later and you know sometimes you push it a bit too soon for when your body's actually ready and you sometimes you just know like subconsciously you're just like I know I should you know still like take care of my body a bit more like go to sleep a bit earlier or all that kind of stuff and then if you push it your body will almost like teach you a lesson. You'll kind of take a step back, and then you'll feel like more ill again. That's what happened to me. So I was like building myself up again, and I was like trying to like get into things again, like quite soon. And then I felt ill again on Monday. I was like, okay, maybe this is just my body telling me to like literally chill out and like don't force things and don't try and like rush back into like working out or going out and doing all these things. Um, it's just like learning how how much your body actually can tolerate at this time and what it actually needs. I think it's knowing when to rest more and when you don't. And your body will always tell you something will happen <laughs> if you don't listen to it. So it's important to listen to what you actually need and not always what you want. I think that's always the bridge between acting, you know, what do you actually need versus what do you actually want? I think there's a bridge between obviously doing things that you want and need, but when it's like fully wanting it's like you have to think okay is this actually gonna benefit me in the long run so getting into the episode of well the main topic really of why one thing affects everything and yeah talking more about holistic living because I realized I hadn't spoken too much about like holistic health and living on my podcast even though that's what the main thing is I mean I do but not in the sense of like A more of a round of view in one episode. Obviously, all my episodes are to do with like mindset and, you know, becoming the glorious version of yourself. But I wanted to do an episode that was more, you know, kind of summing up about holistic living, holistic health, and all this kind of stuff. So, the first thing I will say um, and things that I'll kind of speak about are the key pillars that are going to help you improve and help you feel more grounded as a whole um, it's kind of, you know, holistic living is like the circle of life, right? And I actually have this exercise in my ebook, the 63 day glow guide, um, the mindset edition, the 21 day one. And yeah, that has an exercise in it where I give you the circle of life and you can kind of, um, rate where you are in each section of the circle of life. So, if you haven't looked into that, I would definitely recommend. Um, that was a really really special ebook in my opinion. For me, especially at that time, I kind of learned so much about spirituality and mindset and development. And I kind of all put it in that ebook. It comes with exercises as well. Like it's not just a book about me. <laughs> it's like definitely, um, you know, it has exercises in there. For pretty much the like whole time through it morning routines how to do vision boards like all this manifesting self-development goodness that you just need in your life but going into all the main pillars I will start with the primary things that we need to focus on in life so you know when I do coaching um, if someone is going to come to me with an issue with a problem say it's like a weight issue or like uh, over exercising or body image issues, like any of these things, even like anxiety, I say that's a secondary thing, and the main thing is actually all these points that I'm about to say that actually manifest those issues. So I would say clear up your mental diet, and this isn't just about you know what you eat or how you exercise. Like obviously those things make an impact, and it definitely makes a difference but I'm talking about your mental diet so what do you feed your mind every day like what do you look at every day in terms of on social media who are the people that you're following what are you watching news because that's just filled with like very negative fearful things um and that's going to feed into your subconscious what movies are you watching what like series are you watching what music are you listening to what books are you reading you know again the people that you're surrounding yourself with is like all these things that is your mental diet and you really have to think okay are these things supporting me and is it helping me to become the version that I want to become because if you're feeding yourself with fearful things like fearful um news and scary movies or all these like crazy things and like people who are really really negative or don't support you you're gonna even if you're if you think you're really mentally strong and you're a positive person all these things it's gonna affect you like it's impossible for it not to affect you as humans we're very heavily influenced and the things that we see and the people that we hang around with like we're always influenced so that is when you have to be careful about exactly not even careful just mindful about yeah, what is what are all these things that I'm actually feeling myself. It's all about your daily thoughts as well, so how you think about all these things. At the end of the day, you create your reality, you really do, and the only blocker is ourselves. If we really wanted to do something, but we think it's impossible to do, then it's gonna be impossible to do, because you're not even gonna let that energy into your field because you're like well that's just not achievable for me but who said that that's not actually achievable for you and even if someone did tell you that's not achievable that's only their own limiting beliefs that they're projecting onto you. Sorry guys my alarm just went off on my phone but it was a reminder that I'm always worthy and deserving. (laughs) If you don't have like little random alarms that just come up on your phone just telling you cute reminders like that then you should definitely do it because just a little like he doesn't want to see that you know Anyway, back to what I was saying, if someone tells you that you can't do something, that's only them putting their limiting beliefs onto you. And you don't have to accept that. And yeah, if you do, then that's just limiting yourself. Like how many times have you heard stories of people getting rejected from like jobs and even like modelling agencies and like all these things. But then they keep trying, they keep believing in themselves and then become one of like the highest paid models or like the most successful person in this job and it's like because they believed in themselves like they didn't stop because Sally said no you're not good enough do you know what I mean they're like fuck you I am so and then they continued and then they actually like succeeded way higher than probably what that person could give them and I feel like that is just because of the self-concept that you build around yourself, you know, it's the self-confidence, it's the self-belief that you can do it and you're not going to let anyone stop you and say that you can't do it. So I think, yeah, being really mindful of your daily thoughts, the way that you talk to yourself is a reflection of how you also talk about others because life is a mirror and it's like if you're talking poorly about yourself then you're more likely to talk poorly about other people. Like Even if you don't mean to, it's not like a malicious thing, it just... just is that you know like if you have those thoughts about yourself then you're more likely to think about other people or if you say mean things about other people you are saying that because actually you have said those things to yourself and like you don't want to do that you don't want to carry that negative energy I mean obviously it's not nice to not be nice to other people but then also it's even worse to not be nice to yourself so you have to really really pay attention to the way that you talk to yourself and the thoughts that you feed to yourself after you make a mistake or after you're running late or something are you saying to yourself like I knew you would do this or like you're useless or like you can never be on time or you can never do this right like why can't you just get it right like talking really Just in a really unfriendly way to yourself, you're feeding that back into your subconscious, and it then, without you even really realizing, like slowly, slowly, if you always speak to yourself like that, you're gonna knock down your confidence, and then it's just becoming like a thing, and then you're like less likely to become better because you're like well like this is who I am so you have to be mindful about the way that you speak to yourself and speak more positive and like actually do those positive self-affirmations self-affirmations I used to do a lot a lot um again back when I was doing my ebook and stuff I have written like all my self-affirmations in there and it's something that made such a big difference and it's something that I'm like getting back into now and actually being more conscious and intentional about manifesting certain things I wanna manifest in life. And it's just upkeeping all these like daily habits that help me feel in the same energy. And yeah, like talking to yourself in a certain way is really important, how you act towards others. I think how you treat others is a really good reflection of how you actually see yourself. So maybe have a think about how you treat others. More so your closest people in your life. So like your family and your best friends and stuff, people that you feel super comfortable with because that's who you show you like your true self with. And if you aren't happy with the way that you treat like your family and stuff, obviously when it can't be all perfect all the time and be like super happy and whatever, you know, on a general Just, I'm like, how are your reactions towards them? Like, if they did something wrong, what would your reaction be? And if it's, like, super, like, unforgiving, then it means that you're unforgiving to yourself. But if it's super patient and, like, understanding, then that means you're super patient and understanding on yourself. So, yeah, that's just kind of interesting to take note of too. Also, like, the promises that you keep to yourself, I think, is really important and actually makes more of a difference than... I think you realize because every time you break a promise to yourself and these can be like the tiniest promises ever it could be like you know tomorrow i'm gonna wake up at 6am and then the next morning it comes 6am and you're like nope i don't want to do it and you just don't that is breaking a promise to yourself and even though it doesn't seem like a big deal in that moment actually is a big deal because the more you do it the more you're like losing trust within yourself like if you had a friend and every time you know you organize to say like do a workout together like 7 a.m. and every time it gets to that day they bail but you still do it which one is gonna have more like confidence and trust you know the person that always shows up and is like doing what they'll say or the friend that always bails also on that is that you would lose trust in your friend because you're like well she always bells anyways, so like, why wouldn't she bell this time? What's the point of even asking her now? And I just feel like that is the same thing as what you do to yourself when you tell yourself something. So I think if you're gonna set yourself a goal that you really wanna do, then I would stick to it. Be like a woman of your word, or be like a man of your word, do you know what I mean? Like, keep the promises and do what you say, and I think that is an incredible skill, and it's something that's really attractive and really valuable as well so another thing I want to say around that is the times that you hold back and shut yourself down that also is kind of keeping this energy within yourself that just lowers your self-confidence and dims your light because if you doubt yourself and shut down like any ideas you have or like for example say you're in a group and there's like a group of people and you're all say something for work and you're like brainstorming something or not or you're literally just having a discussion about something random and people like you know saying their opinions and you have an opinion but it might not be like a really really agreeable opinion but it's still valid you know it's not with any negative intent but you don't feel like you're worthy enough to speak your opinion because you're scared of like disagreement or someone won't agree or whatever when you shut yourself down like that and hold yourself down that's literally just suppressing yourself down 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 until you have like no confidence left and then you don't even bother speaking your opinion and then you become like a yes man and a people pleaser and that's when a lot of issues start to build up so it's like you need to build yourself back up and say what you think unless it's harming someone or being horrible or whatever if it literally is just with good intentions and it's just your opinion it could actually help someone see something from a different point of view or maybe other people in the room also agree and they didn't feel like they wanted to share it you can be that person to make that change you can be that person to create a new direction in the conversation or get people to think things in different ways i don't think we're put on this earth to just agree with everyone even though we don't you know and i think if you want to become a leader like you're going to have to speak up and say what you think because i don't think any leaders are always going to be the ones to not speak their true opinions and just kind of agree with everyone just cuz it's like keeping the peace or whatever it's like no yes i mean yeah yes definitely definitely keep peace but i mean like don't be afraid to disrupt a bit of that peace to then become an elevated version of yourself or to like elevate the peace so alongside all those kind of mental diets pieces of advice um, another pillar is spirituality which is obviously so spoken about nowadays as well like I speak a lot about it I think there's a lot of different spectrums of spirituality um, you know everyone is spiritual I guess in their own way and this can be like religiously or it can be about you know the universe or however you want to see whoever you see the higher power is Or even if you're like atheist and don't believe in anything, because like my dad is doesn't really believe in anything. I was like, (laughs) the other day, I was on the phone with him and I was like, Dad, like who do you believe in? In terms of like you know, do you believe in God or do you believe in the universe or do you believe in like Buddhism? And he was like, I believe in me. and I'm like oh he's so funny I think I get a lot of qualities from my dad too I'm surprised he's not Leo to be honest he has very Leo energy I need to check his like moon and rising but not like he's into like any of that kind of stuff he was like I believe in me Shannon at the end of the day if you want to do something it's up to you to do it and it's like no one is going to stop you from doing it but like you just have to believe in yourself that you can do that thing and I was like you know what that's actually so true you really are at the end of the day the one that's gonna change your life and like move you forward and take the action right and I am spiritual in the way that I believe in the universe and I believe in like that support but at the same time everyone should believe in themselves in some aspect because if you don't believe in yourself then you're not gonna like get to where you want to be like whether you believe in the universe or God or whatever it's like yes those things help people and support you to like give you more confidence to do that but he was like you know, Shannon, those things are great. And it's great when people feel like they believe in something to help them become a better version of themselves. But at the end of the day, it's just giving them confidence to do that for themselves. And it's like when you believe in yourself so much, then you're kind of unstoppable. And the opportunities are limitless. And I was like, yeah, I just really inspired me in a way. And I wasn't expecting the conversation to go down that route either. Like I literally just asked... What do you believe in? So it was like just kind of, yeah, spontaneous. And I felt like it really just, it was interesting to listen to. And especially, I think, when it comes from a parent, you're like, wow, you are quite inspiring, aren't you? So, so yeah. But on the note of spirituality, I think that connecting to your spirit and your soul and, like, the universe, um, for me, has helped me really a lot. For me, it's more like energy before i would say i would believed in god and i still kind of say i do believe in god it's like a bridge between like god universe spirit energy that kind of thing maybe i've just like made up my own i'm not really sure but i think for me i connect most with energy because i personally feel like i can like i can feel it my intuition it's the energy like i don't know i feel like i've connected with it so much more especially in the past year and that's what really helps guide me personally and you know whether that's energy like everything has energy right and I just think when you connect to it more it kind of helps leads you to make better decisions in life and also helps you connect more to yourself and it's something that you have to work on your own practice. Like, yes, I can give you advice on like how to do that and guides and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it really is about connecting to yourself and holding that practice and everyone's practice is gonna look different too. Um, everyone's, you know, spirituality, whatever they feel, is so different. There's no right way and there's no wrong way. You don't have to do it in, like, a really stereotypical way or going to all these groups about doing healing and stuff. And, yes, that helps. And I think a lot of it is about feeling a sense of community as well. Like, I've definitely been to a few of those things here in Bali. You know, I just wanted to experiment and, like, meet people and see what it's about. And I love certain things. Like, I've been to some things, I've loved it. I've been to other things, and I'm like, hmm... Don't know if that really felt so authentic to me, but that was just my experience. Doesn't mean that they're not authentic. It's just like, for me, I just didn't feel it, you know? And it's like, everyone's experience is so different, but it's just about experimenting and finding what works for you. Your spiritual practice could literally be your like five ten minute meditation in the morning when you're connected to yourself and your heart center and you know being that space where you're you're almost creating this like shield around you, which is like just good energy. Or it could be connecting with like-minded others and going to like woman's circle and really sharing about you know, how you've grown and all that kind of stuff. Or like sound healing things. I actually really love sound healing. It's because I love music. Yeah, I feel like sound has like a really big impact on me and like environment and stuff. So I really feel it energetically. In many ways, it's just about connecting with your own spirituality and finding your own kind of practice and getting advice from other people. But at the end of the day, it's like, you can take it with a pinch of salt and then create your own practice. So another pillar is creativity and this is so so important and I've noticed this really important factor in my life because I feel like when I'm not inspired or I'm not loving life I guess in some aspect or something just yeah on my mind and I'm focusing more energy on that I feel like my creativity I just don't don't really feel that inspired and this affects a lot of things because like if I don't feel creative then I'm not inspired to even like look after myself as well and like I don't feel that motivation and even expansive work and then even conversations with friends and then like how you come across like this is what I mean by how one thing affects everything if your creativity is off that might mean okay how is your sexual energy so with sexual energy your sexual energy is your creative energy it's like the same thing so like if you're exerting sexual energy onto something that doesn't deserve all your energy that might deplete your creative energy and not to say there's like a certain limit that's not but I mean if you're not serving your sexual energy then your creative energy probably won't be served too that's why a lot of people go celibate and stuff like that for a while because they're using all that energy all the sexual energy into their creative energy and creating something like amazing in that sense so just keeping the balance and also your mindset towards it as well. Creativity is obviously like anything in many ways. I think you can be creative in like literal any aspect. It could be creative, yeah, with work, but it can also be letting out the creativity in ways like dance and working out and stuff like that. So really what creativity means to you is personalised to you. But I think for me it's definitely about ideas coming from work and like creative ways that I can just live and like the conversations that I have with people is more different. It's just not the same same like boring mundane things you know it's actually being creative and even thinking of like little creative ideas and just like being excited about life like that's what creativity is to me it's like loving life and literally feeling excited and like giddy about life and like looking forward to the next thing you know and then another pillar is finances and I haven't really spoke too much about money on my podcast before or like in general um I think I have a bit like I think with money I I see it as something that is, when you're doing something that you love, money will always come, like money is always abundant, money is always coming. I mean, don't get me wrong, like in times in life, I felt fearful with money, like, you know, I felt lack in money, but I realised that, you know, the more lack you feel in anything, but let's, because we're talking about money, let's talk about money. The more lack we feel around money, the more lack we're gonna attract. And like, the more that we do things on a subconscious level, it really kind of highlights that. and. Money is something that I've tried to reprogram my mind on, like I go through phases. For me, for example, my family, we're from like middle class family, like we never really, Struggled, like I never really like struggled. As my parents worked really hard, like they definitely struggled when they were younger. But like, you know, I was privileged enough to be brought up in a really nice family, and like I never struggled. But at the same time, my parents didn't just like give me everything I wanted. Do you know what I mean? Like I, they made sure that I worked for it, and I really understood that I couldn't just get what I wanted within, you know, the stuff of my fingers. But then I'm like, is that a limiting belief too? Because because they had to go through the struggle, they kind of feel. Lack towards the finance, the money, in terms of like having to protect it more and having to be more like cautious with it. I don't know whether it's just that generation of like people as well like I think I speak to a lot of my other friends and like no matter if you're like wealthy or not like I just think there was more of this fearful mindset towards money that you had to hold on to your money and work really hard for it but be careful about where you spend it and all these things and it's like obviously if your parents thought that that's how you're gonna think because you learn from your parents when you're younger but then I'm like actually is that a limiting belief like maybe I don't have to struggle for my money or maybe I don't have to work super super hard to get money do you know what I mean like maybe I can just Live my wholesome best life and still get paid for it. Maybe that is a possibility, which it is. So you have to like reprogram your mind around that sense and like trust in it more because I think it really is like a trust thing. Literally just believing it. And with money, what I talked about, those little things that could be subconsciously causing more lack. It's like little things. I don't know. For me, I'm even like shopping in like the sale section because it's a sale section like obviously if something's on sale and I would normally get it anyways that's like smart like that just makes sense like obviously you'd go and get that but I mean if you're like consciously always trying to like shop in the sale section or try and get something that's always really cheap that's subconsciously saying to yourself I don't have enough to invest in myself to get the nicer things if I'm trying to like up level with like finance and I spend money on something that's a bit more like pricey than I normally would I try and let go of any of the fear. instead of being like this is so expensive this is worth it instead of almost doubting yourself when you're buying the thing if you're buying it anyways just be like I am investing in myself I deserve this this money is being spent on something that's valuable it's going to bring something to me and others the way that you spend your money and the intention is so different even with spending money on Um, like organic foods and like all the supplements it gets pricey not everyone at the moment may have that budget and I understand that like I've definitely been in situations like that as well but I think do it in a way that basically meet yourself where you are at now like if you don't have a lot of money don't obviously go spend loads and loads of money on like a design bag or something that's not a necessity (laughs) do you know what I mean you have to be smart about it in the ways of like learning the balance between you know trying to manifest and attract more abundance but then also not being totally silly about it and spending it on things that aren't going to be investment in your life but then again this can be subjective because if you feel like that designer bag is really going to give you a lot in life and like you're feeling like you know if I have this bag it's going to really help me up level to become like the best version of myself and then that's going to help me track more money then actually get it obviously everyone places value on different things so, for me, for example, if I'm talking about what I was just talking about, organic foods, when you're buying these organic foods, and yes, it's more expensive and the supplements, it's like quite pricey for what it is, but maybe that's like just the price of it, you know? It is what it is. If you're choosing to not spend your money on the fruits and the foods and the health things, but then you're spending your money on like alcohol and stuff, it's like, what are you actually placing importance on? It kind of tells me a lot, basically, what you spend your money on as a person so like I see buying healthy foods organic foods supplements as an investment in my health and my health is extremely important it's what (laughs) helps keep me alive so I'm like well that's that's worth it to me I'm not second guessing myself buying these health foods basically whereas if I was to buy something that I felt like wasn't an investment on anything such as like alcohol or like drugs or stuff like that, I feel like that would just be throwing my money away basically. So it's the way that you view what you spend on, how you spend it on, the intention you put on when you're spending it on the money. Like there's so much I could say about money, but that's just like a brief like introduction to it I guess. Like if you want me to do another podcast about money, definitely let me know. Like, I'm no expert, definitely not a financial person in terms of, like, mathematical ways. (laughs) But, you know, I can give my insight on how I've kind of tried to shift my mindset around money and how you have to keep working on it as well. And it's also important about who you spend your time with and their views on money because that can impact your views. So that's also why it's really important if you get into, like, a relationship or anything like that. It's really important to ask them about their money views because... I think most couples break up because they don't agree financially in the long run because it's obviously very important. So you need to have those conversations and if you don't have the same values around money then that's going to be quite difficult. Moving on to career, that's obviously a very big part of people's lives. Like we work the majority of our lives. So I hope that it's doing something that you actually love. Um, But with career, I think it's so important because we work every day Obviously, to make money and do what we're passionate about, blah, blah. blah. So, we need to make sure that it's something that is fulfilling our soul and that it's serving a purpose as well. I think the main thing should be how is it serving others and then how is it serving me as well because if you're just doing something to serve others but you don't like it that's not fulfilling but then if you're just doing something to serve you and not others that's also not fulfilling you know when you do good and you have others it's going to make you feel good anyways but it needs to be something that you truly connect with and not doing because you feel like you have to so with careers like you've got to be mindful about how can I love my job a bit more? How can I, where do I see myself going? Without making it it's like so dramatic and such like a big life decision, because these can, things can always change and you can change your mind, but it's more so like, how am I gonna leave an impact on this world? When we all die, which you know our bodies will eventually die (laughs) um what impact do I want to have left on this world and this doesn't have to just be in career though this is just you as a person if you enjoy like a really simple life and like you know you don't want to work too hard and that's fine but maybe you leave an impact on the world because you're like extremely kind to other people and you make everyone feel really good around you and you're like teaching people how to be kind to yourself all these different versions I don't think there's really one way about anything to be honest. But with career I think it's important, you know, doing a job that aligns with yourself basically. And this can be in like small steps as well. Like if your dream is to be in the entertainment industry but you don't feel like you fully align with it because you're like, Well, how am I gonna get into the industry? It's competitive and like the people might not be that nice or it's like surface level all these things that people tell you how can you do it in a way that aligns with you so being in the entertainment industry if you're really super passionate about like health and wellness and mindset like similar to me then you can be like maybe I can start sharing that on social media or maybe I can help my friends who are also that might be in the industry or help brands become more like that who are already existing out there that might need help you know because there are many brands out there that are quite old-fashioned in the ways that they work and stuff. So it's like, maybe you can help and make an impact that way. So it's really about adjusting it to how you feel like it can provide value to yourself and others. If you're in a job that like is really just, you feel like it's not aligned with you, you can maybe start doing something as a hobby. When you do that, I feel like it's always going to end up being something. So it's just being creative in the ways that you're thinking too and yeah also with the career thing educating yourself is extremely important not just in career but like just in life in general, like education is extremely important, we go to school like a lot of us go to college and uni and that's like almost forced education because like we have to go to certain lectures but after ages of, some people stop school at like, I don't know, maybe like 16 or 18 16 is quite young though I'm not sure or some people don't get education at all like as in from school it's then our responsibility to keep learning and to keep outsourcing ourselves there's so much free information out there that it would be more hard not to learn anything than it would be to learn something like there's the internet there's um, YouTube, YouTube has a wealth of knowledge. There's obviously podcasts, there's books, all these things that you can learn about within like literal a type of your fingers. You can learn about it. Self education is really important to keep doing because I feel like the moment we stop learning is the moment we stop growing. If you don't learn anything new and you're surrounding yourself with the same people and you're like in the same job and you're like in the cycle, of course you're gonna feel demotivated. Of course you're not gonna feel creative, and then because of that you're not gonna have exciting conversations, and then because of that you're. Not motivated to take care of your body and work out it all interlinks and I feel like when you stop one thing it's gonna have a effect on everything out and this is what I mean like without making it sound like super complicated because it's not and I'm gonna give you some tips at the end to like completely simplify this you have to like really make sure you're balancing all of it as much as you can and because if one thing falls out of balance for example if your finances fall out of balance that's going to affect how your well-being is and then even your friendship circle and then how your career is because maybe you're gonna have to start working more and then it's going to affect your mental health because you're more stressed and then it's like the cycle of everything spiraling out but then when everything is more balanced and in harmony you're able to just flow through life a lot easier and it's just a lot more enjoyable as well. With that obviously health is a key pillar and with health that's physical exercise obviously that impacts everything because when you work out it affects not just your physical body but your mental health, it affects like how your food digests, it affects your energy levels, it affects like how you carry yourself, your confidence, like it affects so much more than just your physical Um, as well as your diet like the foods that you eat because when we're always feeding ourselves with healthy foods it's like making our brain grow we're able to think more clearly we're more energized however if you're feeding yourself with um like processed foods all the time you're gonna feel processed You know, it's like it doesn't make you feel good when you're always eating these low energy foods. It's just going to make you vibrate lower. But if we're wanting to become the best version of ourselves, we need to vibrate on a higher level and feed ourselves with like actual foods. As you guys know, I'm all about balance and it's not about only eating like you know amazingly every single day every single second it's about the balance and it's like the intention that you put behind what you're eating too because you can eat things that aren't typically the most healthiest thing ever but if you're eating it with an intention of like self-love and feeling like you deserve this in terms of this food is actually fueling me then it's gonna have like a positive effect on your body rather than if you're eating like the healthiest foods in the world but you're eating it with so much stress and resent and like hate then it's not going to digest well in your body and you're going to have issues so yeah it's kind of a lot to think about but the more you kind of embody that the easier it gets also I'm really sorry if you can hear this like banging I don't even know what's going on I'm like in the podcast studio and I think it's probably just some sort of construction going on but this is what I mean about Bali like I've had to hire out a podcast studio because I can't do it in the room because there's construction um and I thought I would hire this out anyways because I can like film at the same time and it's meant to be soundproof but not sure if it is (laughs) I'm sure you can't hear it that much and if you can then maybe it's just like a theme tune to the podcast whatever um anyways moving on um home cooking and food is also a key pillar in the circle of life because when you home cook your food it just has a complete different intention. When you cook it with love and you're like taking the time to prepare the food and then when you you know, you feel like when you eat it it's just it means so much more. Um and I often hear this thing where, you know, especially in Bali, it's like, oh well it's cheaper to eat out and like groceries are super expensive and I'm like, I get it, like I get it, but at the same time, it might be cheaper to eat out, but like, so is buying processed foods. Like, it's cheaper to buy processed foods. Do you buy that? No. So it's like, I'm willing to invest in buying, like, spending more on groceries. So then I'm able to, like, eat healthier and make my body feel better. And, like, not gonna lie, I have been eating out a lot, but I'm still making healthier choices. Um, and yeah, not every day is like a perfectly healthy day, like yesterday. I don't know. I'm, because I'm in my luteal phase, I've, like, craved all kinds of foods the meals didn't come out as what I was expecting so like it I thought I was ordering healthy meals but they didn't come out as actually that healthy like the tofu was like fried and I didn't know that it was fried yeah just random things like that but then I'm still gonna eat it but then I'm not gonna beat myself up about it and be like oh my god Shannon like you just had a day with hardly eating like any fruit or vegetables kind of thing because it's one day out of my like 365 days do you know what I mean like that's not gonna really make much of a difference like even if you feel it obviously maybe you might be a bit more like bloaty because of like the water retention or whatever that's not what we should base our self-worth on we shouldn't validate ourselves based on like how we look it's like more about looking at things from a bigger picture how do we feel and then making a judgment based on that and not a chaotic judgment like a neutral judgment but home cooking is important because I feel like you're able to yeah fuel your body in like a beautiful way eat exactly what you want to eat like how much you want to eat and you know everything that you're putting in it and I think home cooking is actually very therapeutic and I do miss it because when I'm cooking I'm like not really doing anything else I'm not looking at my phone I might be listening to a podcast but you know I'm really being present in the moment and that's almost like a time for meditation for me so yeah, when I get into like a new villa for myself in Jan, I'm definitely gonna set that as a goal to cook a lot more. And also I feel like cooking does end up cheaper in the long run because eating out every meal at like nice places adds up. And then we're gonna move on to relationships. Obviously relationships are extremely important. This is like friendships, relationships, family relationships, romantic relationships. I think relationships are one of the most important because have you ever felt like if you've fallen out with a friend or if you've had a breakup or if you've had a fight with a family or whatever, your whole life is like affected? And your whole mind is, like, affected that day and you, like, cannot focus on anything else. And it's, like, that's how important it is. It's, like, when you focus so much on if something is disrupted in your relationships, then it really has an effect on, like, everything else. The way that you work, are you still exercising, the way that you eat? Some people, like, emotional eat. Um, some people work out loads or don't work out at all because they're, like, sad. These things, like, all affect everything. So it's important to monitor your relationships and do little like check-ins, who's really there for you, who's not, are the people serving you, are they helping you become a better version of yourself, are you helping them become a better version of themselves, like it's not all about you, it's also, you know, a relationship's a two-way thing, it's like you have to be giving good energy to receive good energy. Sometimes we also need to look at our own behaviours and not just about like, oh how are they being toxic, it's like actually if they're being toxic maybe you're being toxic too (laughs) so it's just being like straight with straight with yourself in that sense and not always blaming the other person like take some responsibility you know of your own actions and as I say again life is a mirror so you are probably a bit of the problem too but relationships are just extremely important so definitely put focus onto that um I can also do another podcast like deeper into relationships or episode um also that links into social life like how's your social life I think balancing the whole introvert extrovert thing is important I think no one's all one way or the other I would say I'm in between and I always have been I enjoy time to myself and I always need time to recharge after a social situation but I also love being in social situations and making new friends and like I'm always just yeah keen to like go out and just meet people and fun things like that. If it feels aligned, um, I definitely don't go to every single thing if I feel like it doesn't serve my energy. But if something excites me, then I'm definitely down. But I know a lot of people that don't really like making new friends and feel like they, you know, love their own space and they like one friend they can feel fulfilled with that, and that's also completely fine but it's just about balancing your social life. And when you put yourself out there and you meet new people, you become so much more inspired. You feel more connected. And I think you get to know yourself a lot more as well. So social life is really important. And then lastly is joy. When was the last time you did something that you really, really had fun with? Like when was the last time you laughed with like no control? You know that deep belly laugh where you literally cannot stop and you're like crying? When was the last time you laughed like that? When was the last time you did something that you truly loved and that that literally like made you feel on fire after? You know when you after you hang out with someone or after you do something that you love, you're like you just feel so energized and energetic, and you're like, oh my god, I want to do everything. When was the last time you felt like that? Because I think that is one of the main points of life is like to enjoy life to feel joy to give joy to receive joy it's like at the end of the day we're living this human experience to enjoy life right back to the affirmation of the week we can drop the story that's stopping us from actually enjoying life and just be like that doesn't have to be my story anymore and I can actually enjoy this it doesn't have to be like that so those are all the primary key pillars in the circle of life it's quite a lot of them but I just thought I'd give a quick well, that wasn't really that quick, that was actually quite long, a rundown of all the primary key pillars um, with holistic living. And as I said before, the secondary one is the manifestations of when some of those key pillars drop. So, you know, issues that people have with weight or their mental health is not there or they're having issues with just like anything really it's to do with one of those key deep down issues that I said all the primary reasons so then it's about tackling you know which one is the one that's dropping the most and how can we kind of bring that back into balance and then once that becomes to be more balanced we'll start to see everything else be more into balance so Yeah I hope that made sense to you guys and also just a reminder that like when you don't face the issue when it's small or when you first notice it it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and although that's the easiest thing to do when initially it becomes the hardest thing because like once something gets bigger and bigger it soon will just become almost like a part of your personality like you learn to live with it you learn to deal with it But, like, that's not thriving, you know, that's just learning to deal with it and becoming used to it. And it's like, as humans, we're very adaptable. We can become used to anything, really. We can become used to feeling like shit. We can become used to hang out with people that don't make us feel good because that becomes a norm. But while we raised our boundaries and raised our standards to be like, no, actually, I deserve a lot more than this and this is not going to be the standard and this is not going to be my story this is not going to be how I see myself and be myself like this is no longer going to be my identity let's change it and that truly is up to you um, and it starts within it starts through taking care of yourself doing all those things and being mindful of all those things that I just spoke about and doing it for you really but yeah and I'm gonna set you a challenge of the week to end the episode and to help break this down and make it a bit simpler because maybe that can be quite overwhelming because it was like a lot of things to keep it a bit more simpler I like to kind of mesh it into the three key pillars of Guide Me Glow which is mind body spirit and maybe this week think of what one thing am I going to be doing for each of those key three pillars a day so what I mean by that is like take each thing one by one and like take the mind thing, take the body thing, take the spirit thing, and what one thing can I do for myself today within those three pillars? So for mindset, for example, it can be doing like a journal session or like a meditation, and um, but like get deep into it. Don't just be like mm, I'm gonna spend like two minutes just writing what I'm grateful for. Oh, I always say that's better than nothing but then also go deep within it you know don't just be like i'm grateful for the sun i'm like that's i mean you can say that if you want but then also go deep into it like what are you truly actually grateful for today is it your friend that has been there for you for like all these years and you actually haven't really shown her appreciation that much you know you obviously do appreciate her but like have you shown her that and then that inspires you to take action to like make her day and say like thank you you know make her feel good about herself really get deep within it and kind of almost make it like a ritual or practice that feels very sacred and special for you so like set it up an environment where like you're not disturbed you like maybe light a candle like incense like a sage do all those kind of things to help you get into the vibe get into the mood um and really just let that be like a cleansing experience a cleansing journey and then with your body for example it's like how can I move my body today and this can be like 15 to 20 minutes um get a yoga mat I would say like I didn't bring a yoga mat with me here and I wish I did I think I manifested it also though the girl that I'm living with she's like oh I have all these yoga mats from like work so you can have one if you want I was like I literally manifested that and I also did that with a tote bag the other day I had like been wanting a bigger proper tote bag because I just bring so much stuff with me everywhere and I was just carrying these like random ones and then a brand sent me something and they sent me a tote bag as well and I was like I'm just gonna say I manifested that, which I did, Um, (laughs) besides the point. Uh, But yeah, get a yoga mat because that means you can literally work out anywhere at any time. All you need is a yoga mat. Like this morning I did Pilates for like half an hour, I would say, maybe half an hour, 40 minutes Um, on my yoga mat. I had bought ankle weights with me, so I used those and it felt great. Like it felt like it's just what my body needed. So yeah, get your body moving, go for a walk like literally anything go for a swim I don't know do some jumping jacks or something get your body moving because the more we get our body moving we get the energy outwards so we can welcome fresh energy in and I think we forget that as like people think we're just going to exercise to look good or like be strong and like obviously that's part of it but actually doing something physical it's like a lot more than that like energy wise you're able to just clear yourself and you're able to be more focused throughout the day as well and lastly with spirit I would say try and tap into your soul and your powers without sounding really woo woo about it it's something that I thought about recently again and I was like start thinking of what seems impossible to be possible because I think like miracles happen and magic can happen and if we believe it can happen I think it can happen probably the most like crazy things have happened to people where there would be no real explanation towards it other than they believe that it can happen and that they actually manifest it on the subconscious level. We are actually such powerful human beings and like the mind-body connection is like so special so when we tap into our power we can begin to manifest things that we would have never imagined and our power is truly like there's no limit, it's limitless. So yeah, that is my challenge of the week and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it helped you guys get a better idea of what holistic health coaching is or the work that I do um, or like the main things that I kind of base my work on and also just some like life tips for you guys to keep in mind if, you know, you're feeling a bit off balance and if you're wondering why one thing affects everything, it's because it's all connected. Um, Literally, it's crazy once you think about it everything in our body is all linked like when we get illnesses I believe that's telling us something um on a deeper level too it's like all these things that aren't so mainstream are actually should be more mainstream because everyone should know it but that's why you know that's why you're listening to this pod and that's why I'm speaking about it because we're getting the word out there and helping others so yeah I appreciate you guys so much also I've just seen that this is recording on 111 we love that um but yeah I love you guys so much thank you for listening to me as usual and don't forget to give the podcast a little rating and share it on your stories too because I love seeing it on your stories and also I love seeing what you're doing whilst you're listening to the podcast um yeah so have an amazing rest of the week And I will speak to you angels next Tuesday. Bye.